Welcome to the Angels and Awakening podcast. I'm your angel medium, Julie Jancis, and today we're sharing your angel stories. Why do our angels and loved ones above show us signs? Yes, they want us to know they're okay and at peace, but deeper than that, they want us to connect with them so that they can help us more from the other side. Friends, it all begins with your intuition, vibration, and experiencing oneness. Your intuition is your soul's voice. It's also how your loved ones talk to you from heaven. In this podcast, we teach you how to turn up the volume on your intuition so that you can hear their loving messages more clearly. We also teach you how to raise your vibration and feel your oneness with all that is. Friends, you are here to love, give love, receive love, be love, radiate love. And because your soul is love, all you really ever have to do is just be. Hello, beautiful souls. Welcome to the Angels and Awakening podcast. I'm your host, Julie Jancis, and today we are here with one of my team members, who is part of the Facebook group that like monitors everything over there. We are here with Liz, who is going to share her angel stories today. Hi, Julie. I'm so happy to be here. I'm so happy that you're here. I'm going to let you take it away and share your stories. Great. Thank you. The story I'd like to share today weaves a mix of signs and teachers, including you, Julie, who have helped me over the last two years as I've gone through my spiritual awakening. I'm a big fan of this show and I've become involved in your community. So I know many of your listeners are like me and that their angels and loved ones have worked hard to get us to this community so that we can remember. And for the listeners, I'm saying that in air quotes, um, so that we can remember our purpose and our capacity. I've had a series of events over the past few years that have pushed me on my spiritual awakening. My most important teacher and what got me to stop choosing fear-based thinking was my young dog, Franklin. We got Franklin, or better known as Frankie, three and a half years ago after a couple years of secondary infertility. My husband and I wanted to choose something positive to bring into our home and stop dwelling on what wasn't happening for us. We reached out to the breeder we had gotten our other dog from just to inquire, and she happened to have an extra male puppy who crazily was ready to go home in one week, <laughs> and that was incredibly abnormal, so it seemed like, okay, this is so meant to be. I now understand it was totally meant to be, but at the time, it seemed pretty crazy, and Frankie was just a big ball of love and light, and he certainly pulled us out of our sadness. You really couldn't be sad around him, Julie, and I appreciated that about him. Uh, when he turned two, I had begun my spiritual awakening in response to the secondary infertility and some other health and faith-related things that, I, that had been coming up for me. And my angels were certainly working really hard to reach me, but I doubted, and honestly, I was afraid. I feared making mistakes and judgment from God. I questioned whether what I was exploring was okay in the eyes of my church and what I now know to be human-based constructs that made me scared to move. And I actually thought often that the secondary infertility could be related 
to my inability to move forward on some things that I felt like God was asking of me. Frankie lightened that heaviness, though. He brought joy and love and silliness along with him. Animals are intuitive, obviously, and he seemed to have a sixth sense when any wild animal was around. And he would bark before we could see anything, whether it was deer, coyotes, turkeys, foxes. If there was a wild animal and it was anywhere near us, he barked and they came. And I don't know if they came for him or if he was a messenger to alert us and they were signs for us. I wasn't as alert to signs them as I am now. So I, I don't know which one it was, but I do know that while he was with us, we had some really incredible sightings. And my favorite was a day that a deer family, a huge buck, a doe and a fawn came into our yard and spent hours resting in our yard. We have a small grove of tall white pines in our backyard. Frankie let us know they were there as they walked into the yard and they seemed to trust us because even as my dogs were barking at them from inside the house, the doe and fawn went and laid under a tree and they laid together and they took a nap for over an hour and the buck laid down about eight feet from them, protecting them and keeping watch. And he just stared at, at my family the whole time, keeping an eye out, but seemed relaxed as well. And it's just one moment I'm so grateful that Frankie let us know about because it was such a neat experience and something I never experienced before and since but he was also just a big ball of frenetic energy. And late in 2019, my husband told me that he worried about Frankie. And it was a wink that I can only see now looking backward because we had no signs to worry about him besides a little cough that had come up in the winter that we assumed was from his weekly play days at doggy daycare. He was a two-year-old golden retriever and I told myself, we just needed to make it to age four, and then he'll start calming down like our other golden retriever had. Fast forward to the end of January, 2020, and one seemingly normal Sunday, we went to bed like normal. He had stolen some of the kids' snacks that evening, so I was worrying about him and thought we were in for a couple days of stomach issues. But in the middle of the night, he woke my husband and I and was having severe trouble breathing. I sprung into action and I brought him to the emergency vet. And over the next 15 hours, I know our angels were close and they worked hard to help us get through a necessary but challenging event. I am extremely optimistic and I stayed extremely optimistic, um, not even thinking we were gonna lose him until a neighbor child mentioned if he dies, he lived a really great life with you. And at that moment, my fear popped up. Why does she think he's going to die? He's not going to die. And we all know what that feeling is like. A couple hours later, while my husband and I sat in vigil at the emergency animal hospital, each visit seemed, seemed grimmer. And, but I was ready to do anything to save his life. And I share this not to make anyone feel sad, but rather because it led to important moments of awakening. Suddenly, very clear-headed, my husband said, we're going to lose him and we need to be strong for him. And I fought that really hard. I implored him, please be optimistic. But he could see what we needed to do where I could not yet see it. 
I had been reading a book at this time about intuition called The Intuitive Dance by Atherton Drenth. I don't know if you know that book, Julie, but in it, she talks about fear and love-based energy. So I was awakening to the behavior I had about fear-based energy and also about our clairs. So I knew I was empathic and clairsentient. But up until that moment, I did not know that my husband was claircognizant. <laughs> and over the next few days, his claircognizance was on full display for our family. At this point in my life, I was really afraid of death. Saying goodbye was not something I wanted to do, and I feared it. I knew the other side existed. I believed in heaven, and I often felt my grandmother around me in my garden. Um, I loved her winks like cardinals. Um, she sends to say hello and hugs I feel while intending to flowers, which were her favorite. She sent butterflies. I talked to her in the garden. That part I knew and felt comfortable with. And I, but I knew, while I knew death was a guarantee in life, this was a young dog and he was so full of life. Um, and he came at such an important time for us. So I, how could I say goodbye? But as we did that, I found an inner peace and knew I had to be brave. My husband asked Frankie to please send us signs that he was okay and that we made the right choice. We returned back home at dusk. Our parents came over to cry with us and bring us food. While we went over the events that had happened, our back light turned on and it's a motion light and it often turns on from rabbits or other animals passing by. The light did not turn off though as usual. My husband stood at the window for some time. And when I finally noticed, I joined him and he said, the light has been on and it isn't turning off. This is Frankie's first sign. He's telling us he's okay. In that moment, I thought there were probably just animals passing by. But as the night wore on, I realized my husband was right. The light stayed on. After our parents had left and our daughter was asleep, we stood at the window together for a while. And as sad as we were, Julie, this was the first glimpse of hope we had really felt that day. We woke up again in the night to check, is the light still on? And sure enough, the light stayed on. Um, all night and in the morning before the sun rose, that light stayed on. The next night it went back to normal and it felt like we had our proof. This was a message. And I realized in that moment that I no longer felt afraid. The fear I felt before this experience was suddenly gone because I knew him and I knew his love. I could still feel that. And he made me seek that connection with spirit rather than fear what I couldn't see. So it was like his death made it okay for me finally to connect. Then the next night, I dreamt of white light. It was moving, but I only saw it in a tight circle moving toward me. And it hovered for a moment. It felt very angelic. Then it went away. And a moment later, I felt the heartbeat on my arm. And I knew it was him. I feel a lot of things. That being clairsentient, that's kind of the first thing that I I feel first and then I'm, I'm still working on my other um, senses. Over the course of the next week, we got more signs and messages. More lights stayed on. There's a lot of flickering lights. I felt his energy join me laying in our bed. 
for the next few weeks, I tracked every sign. I wrote down everything that I felt in my sleep and everything that happened while awake, including lots of energy around me and in my hands. I felt Reiki-like energy going into my heart chakra. Various songs would suddenly appear and loop in my head and or just start playing from my phone. And they weren't things I chose, but they were totally appropriate messages for whatever I needed to hear at that moment. It felt a lot like there's a lot of stuff coming at me, but it was all, I was craving it and searching for it too. So it felt very empowering and um, I was really grateful for it. I felt like I needed to hear from him and my guides to understand why this had all happened. You know, now looking back, I can see the steps, but at the time it was so fresh. I didn't, I didn't really understand. So only one month before losing him, I had had a first ever mini reading with a medium um, who could channel my guides. And that was a really new concept to me at the time, um, as were all these signs. So I felt like I needed validation. And I'm sure many of your listeners like me at one point in this journey, or maybe right now, are seeking validation. And I'm grateful for your angel tribe on Facebook, Julie, because this has been an important place for me to find validation and learn and grow. But at this time, I had no spiritual practice to connect on my own. So I reached out to a couple of mediums I knew of at this time. One had an emergency opening the next day. Again, it always seems to happen. Frankie showed up immediately, as did my spirit team and loved ones. Among other things, I learned this had to happen to make us less afraid, to heal, and stop inadvertently putting us at a lower vibration that was making it so we couldn't build the life that our souls had designed for us. I really needed to heal and I needed to learn how to use my gifts. I needed to choose love instead of fear. The messages I received that day were really critical to my choosing my spiritual awakening instead of staying in the place I was, which is really a fear-based vibration. So I see Frankie as my teacher, and I had a chance to choose to move forward on a higher path, and thankfully I took it. He was too important to me <laughs> to not be brave and be bold. I had found your podcast in December 2019, so it was just before losing him. Again, I also know that was very much on purpose, and I'm thankful because as I was healing and remembering <laughs> remembering um, why I was here for my sole purpose. I, hearing other people's angel stories gave me so much more confidence that everything I was learning and feeling was absolutely real. And it was happening at the right time, as you tell us, Julie. I found that a lot I'm supposed to learn comes through this podcast. In particular, episode 115 is still one that I'll remember forever because they, it's the episode, The Life You Planned Before You Were Born with Robert Schwartz. I went on to read both of his books and it really catapulted me forward in my healing and the realization of what I'm here to learn and do. And then Frankie's healing didn't stop there. Things kept moving for us from the other side. The hole we felt in our home after his death was big. The medium I talked to uh, said his soul was going to return at a higher vibration because we now had to be at a higher vibration and we we're going to need that in our animal guides going forward. So last spring, I manifested this to happen 
And in June, we welcomed Frankie's nephew, a new puppy named Jax, to our home. And that's a totally other story in and of itself. So let me just say, I see many signs of Frankie and Jax, though he is his own being. He too is a healer and I know is supposed to be here to help us on this next part of our journey. Thanks to Frankie, my loved ones, and my and angels, and the slowdown with quarantine. Really, I'm grateful for it because I feel like I catapulted forward in my spiritual awakening, and I'm finally ready to start sharing these learnings to help others find alignment with their soul journeys as well. And at the beginning of January, I was on a call with you, Julie, and I shared that I was getting woken up almost every night by my spirit team, every, like 3 a.m. every night. <laughs> um, I feel vibrations when angels are near me, and I'm learning that what I may, what I feel may differ depending on the angel or ascended master, or a loved one who's working with me. And you told me to get up and try automatic writing because if they're waking me up that frequently in your experience, they have something important to share. So I did that, that night. Um, and the first night they literally woke me up at 1.11, 3.33 and 4.44. And I finally got up at 4.44. And I know this, this community appreciates angel numbers. So I had to tell you that. Um, and I'm grateful for your push because I've now set a date every week with them, Friday mornings. And so I'm feeling more connections and all that I've been learning is coming together in really beautiful ways. So what I'm most excited about now is I started the angel membership this month. And I can already tell it's going to thrust me forward again. Because, and I'm especially excited for March because we're going to be learning about connecting with angels. And I'm, I've been playing with this, of course, already, but I, I really want to thrust that forward. So you, Julie, are an important teacher for me too, helping me remember so I can live out what I'm here to do. And I really appreciate that. I've got a few announcements. This month's winner of the drawing is Mackenzie Payne, who gets one free session with me. Email me a screenshot of your five-star positive review on Apple Podcasts, Google Business, or my Facebook page for your chance to win next month. Details are in the show notes. Friends, in the Angel Membership in June 2021, Archangel Raphael and I are teaching you Self-Energy Healing 101 and Chakras 101. You'll learn how to give yourself an energy healing session, techniques to keep your energy clear, and how you can heal your own energy field. To join this course live or replay at any time, sign up for the Angel Membership Program today. Also, a new class of the Angel Reiki School begins on June 1st. Join this separate program to develop your unique spiritual gifts and become an Angel Reiki Master. I'm still offering private readings. To book one, sign up for our weekly angel email. Once a month, you'll get an email that contains a link to book your session online. One more thing, I am loving spending time with you live and answering your questions over on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook. Follow me on social and our newly launched YouTube channel for tons of new video content. Thanks for your support and for sharing this podcast with your people.
I love that. You know, it's so interesting. We're going to dive way deep into angels. And if anybody's listening to this after, you know, March 1st, 2021, you can always hop into the angel membership and um, take that piece at any time, or you can purchase it as a standalone, the angel communication course. If you take it before we're going even deeper, it's kind of like, I've structured it in a way where I just started channeling out information from the angels and it's still pouring through Liz. I know you and I talked yesterday or Monday, but I think I was saying on Monday that I think there's going to be 25,000 words on angels. I think it's going to be a lot more. Like I can't stop writing. (laughs) There's just so much coming through, but it's wild how, you know, what I said at the beginning of the book is that everybody has people in their life that have their own personalities, right? So if you look at your life and you've got mom, you've got dad, you've got siblings, you've got kids, you've got a spouse or a partner. And if you look at that person's role in your life, everybody plays a different role and they all have unique qualities and unique strengths within them. And it's really the same with your angels. So when you're with your angels and you really spend time getting to know, oh, okay, this is what Arielle is doing in my life. And this is what Gabrielle is doing in my life. And this is what Sandal Fun is doing in my life. Then when you come about your day and you find those different intricate pieces when they're there, you not only feel their presence, but you hear more clearly the whispers and the winks that they're bringing in saying, you know, keep going this way. And it directly relates to something that you said too, Liz, you know, I think about myself before I started this podcast. And I I feel so grateful for this community because, you know, I don't look at this podcast and think that it's my podcast. This is a community effort. And everybody who comes on the show, like this is our podcast. And we're kind of all here learning and growing together. But I look at myself before this podcast and realize how much when I would have fear-filled thoughts, I would take five steps back. And sometimes it would just like ruin a week or it would ruin a month of energy that I could be taking action steps forward on something. And working with my angels so much more over the last five years has really helped me where today I was kind of in this funk energy and it's probably so that I could share it on the podcast here now, but something wasn't working. And I had this thought earlier today, if this had been four or five years ago, this would have ruined my month. And I probably would have allowed the energy to make me feel negative. Those thoughts would ruminate in my mind. And a month from now, I would probably pick up and start going again. But I felt the presence of my angel surrounding me. I felt them saying, please don't do that to yourself. Please don't go backwards. Please just like keep moving forwards. You've got this. This isn't as big a deal as you think it is. You know, it's just a website. You know, you can have it changed. You can fix that wording on there. It's not a big deal. And so I did, you know, like that just shifts your whole day. It shifts your whole energy where you're like, nope, 
I'm going to shake this off. It's all good. We're just going to keep going. I'd say that's one of the biggest hindrances for me. And it's on the work side because I care so much and um, I want to do things well. And I'm in a business that requires me to respond to a lot of other um, needs. And so I feel like my setbacks still happen mostly in that space. But the oneness practice that I've been working on in February in the angel membership has also been a huge help for me in this because it's helping me step back and not just have those moments, but also like you were talking about happened today, reframe my energy of like, this is supposed to be fun. I'm supposed to get joy out of what I'm doing because it pays for my ability to do all these other things. Like don't let it steal my joy and or take me away from all of the things that are, are of higher purpose that are really meant for me to do. And so I'm glad to hear you still have those moments and pull yourself up because I feel like they, they are, they're happening a lot for me. And I feel like it's a good test to say, have you keep working on it? Like you're learning this, this, they aren't even big setbacks. They're really just moments to, oh yeah, I got to go back to the practice I've been working on. Yeah. 110%. You know, there's a lot of people out there that feel like they're doing something wrong. I know I used to feel this way, like spiritual healers must be perfect and their lives must be perfect. And if my life isn't perfect, then I'm doing something wrong. And the fact of the matter is, interviewing so many people here on the podcast and having, you know, even some chats behind the scenes, which is actually why we're going to be putting all of these via video now over on YouTube has taught me so much that everybody has an egoic mind and that egoic mind is going to be with you till the day that you pass away. Here's the thing though, we could live from the egoic mind 100%, 90%. And that feels a lot more dense and heavy than if we do our spiritual work and we have our daily spiritual practice and we can get it down that egoic mind to like maybe one to five to 10%. That feels so much more light and airy and floaty. And that's where we're supposed to be. We're not supposed to be perfect. It's hard to continue to remind, but I do feel like when connecting with angels and hearing that message of you're doing exactly what we need you to do, you're doing great, you're learning the right things, like those are the messages that I'm, I'm a bit of a pleaser. So when I hear that, I'm like, good, I'm, <laughs> I'm checking the boxes. <laughs> so that, that always uh, gives me like, do it again. Keep going. Um. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, you're in oneness right now in the angel membership and I know where you're at, but next week you'll read like the last chapter in oneness. And um, I, I say the exact same thing. Like I just want the gold star, right? Like just give me the gold star. <laughs> I live for the gold star. Um, and I've had to learn to not, <sighs> It's hard because I still struggle with it. I have 
come to the realization just that it's always something that's going to be there because when we have things like that, our egoic mind is always going to want to take that and use it. And if we forget about it, it will come up in less than 10 years from now. (laughs) I also keep reminding myself, I hope to have a long life. And so I have a long time to keep learning these things. You don't have to know everything today. So yeah. You know, I was listening to a Macklemore song. I don't remember like which one it was. Um, I'm so bad with like song names, but I was driving my kiddo home from school and in it, he goes, I wish I didn't think I had all the answers. And I've really been swimming in this energy of just, I just really have wanted to feel humbled and just so grateful for everything that's in my life. And so I've been just trying to live in an energy of complete humbleness and complete gratitude. And I thought to myself, that's like the perfect line. You know, I wish I didn't think that I had all the answers because when we don't think that we have the answers, we're open to Mm -hmm. all of the possibilities. Yes. And we're, we're coming from a curious mind, which is what I've been trying to tell myself for the last year to do. If I come from a place of curiosity, I know you've talked a lot about judgment and that's something that I had, especially this last year, political climate, things like that going on. There's just so many, you know, charged emotions in 2020. And I really pushed myself to make sure I was looking at everything with curiosity, whether it was my spiritual practice or where other people were coming from, egoic thoughts, whatever it was. And I found when I come from a place of uh, more love energy, I'm I'm not judging or, or even thinking I have to know everything or why don't I already know how to do that? Instead, I look at it and think, that's amazing. I want to learn more about that or learn more about you or whatever that thing is. Yeah. You know, I was listening to Gabrielle Bernstein. I don't know if it was like on social media or whatnot, but she was saying, sending people more love brings more love back to you. And I was like, yes, I see that all the time when I'm working with my clients, that when we have these egoic thoughts of, why am I not where this person is? You feel that jealousy. It actually kind of robs you of energy. But when you say, okay, I'm not going to judge the thought within my head, but I'm just going to send that person all my love. And I'm just going to switch it up right here. It actually brings abundance to that person and to yourself. I love that. So I've been working on that too. Yeah. I love that. And why not? Right? Like, it, it keeps you in a place of feeling supportive and, and, and not looking at it as like I'm lacking something. Cause I mean, yeah, as we've learned about abundance, it comes because you see all the things that you do have and are grateful for them. And yeah. And I post on, in our tribe about gratitude and it's something that I try to think about every day. What am I, what am I grateful for? And I've come to realize we are, we're all here for our own purposes. And so comparing to other people isn't, isn't a hundred percent. Oh, Liz, I love this. And for everybody listening, maybe just something, you know, spirits coming in saying, 
we've gotten to this place with spirit today, Liz and I, and just take a moment to think about where you're judging yourself, where you're judging other people, where you might have this jealous feeling, and just take a moment to send all of those people love and feel that abundance come back to you just completely multiplied. Liz, I love you. Thank you so much for being a part of the team. And um, I love everything that you do. Thank you for being here. Thank you for having me so much. Bye. Beautiful souls, I'm so excited to announce that my book on angels and how they're working miracles in your life will be available on Amazon fall of 2021. If you're listening on or after fall of 2021, check it out. Friends, if you'd like to work with me each week, my angel membership program is perfect for you. You can join at any time and you get access to past courses. In 2021, I'll be teaching you about a new topic each month. We started the year in February with a course on oneness and raising your vibration. March is angel communication, how to hear your angels. April is trusting your intuition. May is knowing your soul's purpose. June is working with Archangel Raphael to learn self-energy healing techniques and Chakras 101. July is rewriting the stories you've been holding on to. August is all about rewiring your mind to move past blocks. September is energetically working through ancestral trauma. October is working with your inner child and Archangel Michael. November is a guide to being an empath. Then we're rounding out the year with a course in December that helps you connect with your loved ones on the other side to help you deepen your personal connection with them. And in January 2022, we'll be back with a whole new course on manifestation and co-creation. You get all of this live group access to me, two new pre-recorded Reiki healings, an advance notice to book a session with me when you're an angel member. Sign up for the angel membership anytime. If you're listening in 2022, please know that we're planning to add new content each month. For details and to sign up, view the show notes below. Friends, the only thing that's not included in the Angel Membership right now is the Angel Reiki School, where you learn to develop your unique spiritual gifts. Whereas the Angel Membership is about your awakening journey and your personal spiritual growth, the Angel Reiki School, on the other hand, certifies you as an Angel Reiki Master Teacher and teaches you the art of energy healing and bringing through messages for your clients. Friends, if you're feeling called to the Angel Reiki School, it's because the souls you're here to help on earth, well, they're omnipresent piece of them. You know, they're higher selves on the other side. That's what's behind you, pushing you, fueling you to become who you're meant to be. Because when you do, They know your work will shift the trajectory of their life here. That's what I mean when I say you have big, big purpose in this lifetime. 
a new class of the Angel Reiki School starts on the first of each month. Speaking of the Angel Reiki School, we're going to need about 800 volunteers this year. We select volunteers from people who've written a five-star positive review and emailed us a copy. That way, we have a way of contacting you for your free volunteer session. Many of you have asked if I'm still booking sessions, and the answer to that is yes. I love, love, love my sessions with you. We have a new system where we send out an email once a month with a link to my calendar for you to book online. It's really easy. All you have to do is sign up to be on my email list on my website, theangelmedium.com. I've been spending a ton of time going live with you on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook, and I'm having a blast with it. Join me over on social and our newly launched YouTube channel for tons of new content, teaching videos, and actual video footage of these podcast episodes. Friends, from the bottom of my heart, thank you so, so much for being part of this community and listening to this show. I truly feel that this is your show and the angels show, and I just feel so blessed to be a part of it. You're the most supportive community a podcaster could have. I pray for you every day. If you have a special prayer request, you can submit it through my website homepage, and I'll be praying for you personally. Now for the oneness meditation, which is the last five minutes of every episode. And as you do this meditation, you'll raise your vibration and the vibration of the planet. Friends, what I want you to do is to just get into a relaxed position. If you are driving, operating machinery, need to concentrate, then this meditation is not for you. But anyone who is able to focus their attention on it, please join me. Friends, I want you to start by taking a deep breath in and a deep breath out. And I want you to imagine that your socks, your shoes are off and that your bare feet are able to connect with the soil of the earth. And down through the bottom, the soles of your feet are these large roots that go down far and wide into the earth. Those roots go down far and wide, anchoring you into the earth as if you were a tree yourself. And up through those roots comes this beautiful, yummy, tingly energy. Begins to tingle at the tip of your toes. I want you to allow this yummy, tingly energy to just dance up over your feet, around your ankles. Feel this yummy, tingly energy as it moves up over your calves, your shins, all the way up to your knees. Feel this energy at your knees and allow it to move up the thighs, the hamstrings all the way up to the sides of the hips. 
to allow this energy to move from the hips up to the base of your spine, the base of your stomach. And I want you to feel this energy as it climbs up the spine and the stomach all the way up until it reaches your heart. As you feel this yummy, tingly, sparkly energy surrounding the outside of your heart, filling the inside of your heart, notice how your entire body comes into a gentle state of ease. Allow this energy to move up into the shoulders, into the neck. Feel it as it fills your entire head front to back, side to side, top to bottom. And then feel this energy as it moves through the hair follicles on the top of your head so that you feel this yummy tingliness two inches to ten feet or higher above the top of your head. Friends, you might feel like there's a string above your head lifting you up towards the sky. You might feel an airy floatiness. You might feel an expansive spaciousness. What I want you to do from here is imagine that there is this large opening at the crown of your head. It's the size of a cereal bowl, right? And I want you to imagine that it extends upwards towards heaven and that God sends this loving, peace-filled oneness energy. It's love, it's joy, it's peace, it's bliss, it's ease, it's grace. And God just sends this energy through the crown of your head. It moves through your head, down through your neck, down through your shoulders, and it starts to pool. This God energy starts to pool around your heart, within your heart. And I just want you to feel that for a moment. And I want you to just tap in and notice. I want you to notice that your heart, your physical heart, is one with your body. And I want you to notice that your heart and your body are one with the air surrounding you. that your heart, your body, the air surrounding you are one with all life here on earth, all plants, all people, all animals, all life on earth. And now notice how your heart, body, air surrounding you, all life here on earth to everything, everywhere. Friends, did you notice how your body got more expansive, your energy got more expansive, and you could feel out into your auric field, you could feel out into the energy of the world, into the energy of everything, everywhere. 
Friends, that is oneness. And you can carry oneness with you in your everyday. I don't want you to stop here. I don't want you to open up your eyes. I want you to continue this meditation and to see that surrounding you are angels. You have guardian angels around you. You have cherub angels holding the space open for you to get into oneness at any time. You have archangels working with you in every area of your life. You have loved ones on the other side. See them. See them in detail, friends, because you seeing them in detail is the exact same thing as you going to them on the other side, knocking on their door, asking them to spend time with you. They love you so incredibly much. They want to spend time with you. They want to develop that relationship with you. When they're there, you're here. I know it's different, but you can still have that beautiful, incredible relationship. All of these beings, your angels, your guides, your loved ones on the other side, they form your spirit team who's always working to guide you, direct you, protect you. Friends, what I want you to do is just take some time with them right here, right now. What they want you to know is that they are working with you all the time. What they want you to know is that they are sending you signs and symbols to show you that they're next to you. Friends, they ask you to see that they are bringing in gift after gift after gift through your heart chakra to bless your life with miracles. Friends, it's your job to remain open, to believe, and to trust that they are working miracles in your life. Friends, I love you. They love you so incredibly much. Stay open and know, believe, trust, have faith, know like you know like you know that they are working with you always. See you here next time. Have a blessed day.